Hey, what's going on, guys? It's uh, Curtis here from the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Um, I'm coming a little early before this interview starts because I'll reintroduce it again. Uh, we had some issues configuring the audio, saving the audio, editing the audio, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I'm coming to let you guys know. That's why this, this interview is a little later than expected. Um, I, I apologize for that. And then for some reason, the ending cut out. Uh, Brian was saying something about corona, blaming coronavirus for everything, and then the interview cuts out to a little bit of music. So, um, again, I apologize about that, but, uh, you know, you know what they say, it is what it is. We'll persevere through, um, and then uh, hopefully, so that I'm, I'll introduce it as episode 16. This is really episode 17, uh, and then maybe today, later today, depending on when you're listening to this, could be already now, our interview with Paul Bow will be up. Um, so we have Johnny Moran here, Paul Bo coming next, and then, uh, we're going to take a week break, um, from, from the interviews, kind of go over news, um, more stuff like that, kind of get you caught up on our thoughts, and then the following week, uh, I think we'll get back into, uh, interviews, uh, I know I got some wrestlers on docket that I would love to talk to, and, um, yeah, so here it is, episode 17, even though I say 16, uh, Johnny Moran. Alrighty, what's going on, guys? We are back, episode sixteen of the PA Pile Driver Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mr. Curtis Kowalski. Chris, we did it. We got Brian back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> He's been gone for a few weeks. And Chris, I have a question before a we few, get our interview. A few here. weeks. I thought I would. I thought I only missed one episode. No sweets, friend. Episodes. dude. I'm sorry. So, Chris, this is what happens when my sister inconveniently gets married. This is true. <laughs> did he ever text you the words, Curtis? I'm so glad you asked because he did not. <gasps> Who? Oh my goodness! Me? We had a, we planted a, a a test for Brian, and at the yeah. very end of a long episode, I said, Brian, <laughs> if you listen to the episodes you're not on, send me this text message. And he yep. did not. And he did not send the special. And now we know, guys. There's been a lot going on. <laughs> I mean, you did show us the mountain of diapers, so I guess <laughs> he's got kids. He's got kids. Oh, I feel like I got kids. I really only have one kid, but my black lab acts like another child. So there we go. <laughs> All right. So joining us tonight. Now I will go back and watch those. <laughs> and you rest assured, Chris, it'll be at the most. Podcast, it'll right? be at the most inconvenient time because we work next door to each other. I will wait. And All right. I will Deal. I will find I will find a time inconveniently to text you. So get I ready. love it. <laughs> While you're in it, a could not, it might not be tomorrow. Might not be the next day, but some week soon. It's gonna happen. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my goodness. So now we're gonna segue in our interview. If you, if you follow our social media, you know who we've got joining us. We have PPW television champion. New York Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. We've got the dark horse, Johnny Moran. Johnny, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, we're, we're living the dream up here, and the only way you can in NEPA. But we're finally getting the green light for next week, so woohoo! Yeah, means I, we can actually do something. I think my area, Lackawanna County, is technically, I think, two weeks after you guys. So, like, Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, we have like more older people up this way. So like a lot of the nursing homes I know got like super affected by it. Yeah. COVID. Yep. My, sister, my sister works for one of them up there. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Allied. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, my uncle works for Allied, so. Nice. Awesome. So, yeah, but, I mean, hopefully that means – I know on Monday I was listening to Toronto Tech, uh, Matt Turner was saying that they're having a big a meeting for the Athletic Commission Monday the night. So come out of, Monday. Yeah, so I'm yeah. – Fingers crossed. I mean, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen, but we were talking, Chris and I were talking with Jeff last week. He's talking about all the stuff that they might have to do in order yeah. for it to happen. I, and I, I don't, I don't see it being feasible from what no. like, I've heard the like hundred dollars for every wrestler mm-hmm. and a hundred dollars for every referee to get tested. And then yep. you also have to have every spectator six feet apart like you can't make money on that. No one's going to make money. No like anyone no, that runs exactly. is going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Hey, you know what? We'll, we'll get wrestling back eventually. It's just a someday. matter of time. So someday, someday. So, so Johnny, what have you been doing? How have you been keeping busy in this uh, quarantine as we've all been uh, stuck at home? Um, I've been doing like some at home workouts. Uh, I recently moved my treadmill um, downstairs to where I live. Um, nothing, nothing really out of the ordinary. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, keeping busy watching TV, you know? Yeah. I know Chris, Chris wanted to touch on this. You, you watched towards the beginning of quarantine, you caught up on a lot of NXT UK. Yeah. Oh, I love NXT UK. Love it. Man, I, from the very first tournament, I was hooked and I was one of those people that was like, you're promising us a show. Why is it taking what a year and a half or something? I couldn't wait for that weekly show. Uh, Joe Coffee is my favorite. The Gallus uh, boys on top. I'm big into the Coffee Brothers. Um, yeah. I'm a I'm an Imperium fan. I love Walter, and yeah, it's such something weird and different about him. I don't know. It seemed like he came in and was something totally different for the roster. But I'm a big uh, Walter friend. I I like Joe Coffee. What he does off of like that. I I don't think they let him do his like own personality like on TV as much. But like those little like he does like little skits like on his actual like like page on Facebook. Oh, cool! Yeah, you got You got to check it out. It's actually yeah, I will. Really cool. Um, he like they like they do this like whole little like mob gang gangster thing. <laughs> like they were they they filmed one where they were like throwing a, a boxing match, and he was like supposed to make a guy like go into like two more rounds, and then he just like knocked him out the next <laughs> round. And they lost money. It's really really good. And That's like, awesome. I'm like, man, they, they need to put this on TV, you know? Mm. I would see that. Because it, it, it gives them more personality. But I, I understand with like an hour show, you don't really sure. have that much time. Yeah, man. I, I just, I don't know what it is about. If Maybe it's the hour and they have to pack it so much that I, I just, I can't get enough. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of um, Dragunov? Do you know who I'm talking about? I like him a lot. I, I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah. I like a lot of the characters there. I felt like, like when I first started, uh, my girlfriend Christina used to say that everybody has a beard and a, a, a <laughs> slick back haircut that I had, yeah, yeah, and a man bun. She's like, they all look the same. But now, like, they're starting to get like, like I don't know, I don't know if they like literally watched the show and they're like, oh man, everyone does have a beard, yeah. and back hair. So like, everybody's got to change their look up. But I feel like a lot of people are like changing their look up there. Like even that, um, that girl Jenny, like. I really yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like there's there's like a lot of people on there that I like a lot. Yeah, me too. Well, there you go. All you NXT UK fans, you just got a little bit. <laughs> I the, literally I, I I haven't watched any of it ever. Oh, the only person to. I knew yeah, was I tell everyone I'm like you really need to watch it. Yeah. 
I've been watching a lot of new I because I never watched anything New Japan. So lately, uh, I've been watching a lot of New Japan because I've re- just been recently, you know, into the independent scene. So I've been like trying to. Yes, I've watched like everything TNA possible. Probably <laughs> I gotta like branch out from over there. So yeah, definitely. That's definitely something. Uh, although I'm going back to work, but that's definitely something I uh, definitely want to get back into uh, watching some NXT. NXT in general, because on Wednesday nights, I'm on TNT, so I don't watch yeah. NXT. So, all right, we got a little, we got a little uh, NXT UK in there. So, Johnny, <laughs> I know you've been on a lot of, pa- I mean, you're like a hot commodity, man. Everywhere I look, someone's got you on their podcast on high tension. Yeah, yeah. For a tag, it's awesome. Now he's here, PA Power Driver. It's just the circle of life, as they say. Yeah, I even and, did the uh, Extra Guys uh, video podcast. And they put like a lot. Did you guys get a chance to watch? I that saw parts of it. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's a lot of like old clips from when like I first started, because like they had me as their third member, and like that's where I like really like broke in, and like they they put me on a lot of shows that I shouldn't have been on. Like I'm not gonna lie, if it wasn't for those guys, I probably wouldn't be as far as I am, because like they used to get me on big time wrestling when I only had like three matches and like big time wrestling has like every name possible on their shows yeah i shouldn't have been there but like they snuck me on the show and like made me their third member like those guys did very well by me you know mm-hmm. i went to yeah. one of those big time wrestling shows in uh 2018 in music i've never been i haven't gone to one was that yet? the one at be. pnc field yeah mm-hmm. i wrestled okay. on that yes yeah yeah, wrestled, yeah yeah i wrestled so, on James Ellsworth and uh, who else? He often comes up on the pod. <laughs> Does <laughs> you gotta give him an invitation? Yeah, James Ellsworth. I can't think of who, uh, Lance on Oahe. Uh, um, oh, fantastic! Who else was on that other team? It's a cool show. Yeah, it was a very good show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know we'll get a little bit here uh, as far as shows in Scranton because you know with P- the PPW. Uh, obviously, August. I'm gonna say highly unlikely that we're gonna have the show at the mall because, like, the oh. extra guys are supposed to like. Here's a secret, but we were supposed to have like a uh, six man match that, like, I was gonna join back up with them for like one night. So, oh wow, I, I'm I'm hoping that they still have the Scranton show, but I I doubt it's gonna happen. Yeah, if, the, if all I those rules have- that we spoke about before are in place i don't i don't see it happening because it's just going to be at a loss exactly i don't think anybody wants to run at an automatic like you know going in the door you're going to get it's going to be a loss mm. mm-hmm. yeah well it, you know it's, it's such unique more and more unique situations are popping up as this continues on how yeah. to deal with uh with different things so all right john we'll go all the way back we'll go all the way back when did you when was your let me word this better when did you start getting into wrestling as a kid? Who who's someone that introduced you to uh, wrestling? Uh, it was my older brother James. Okay. He um, he was into wrestling already, and I I wanted to be just like him when I was a kid. So automatically, I watched like he had like all these Saturday Night Main events and like superstars on um vhs he recorded off a of tv so i would watch all those um and he had like the ljns and he had all the magazines so like i got to like just play with all those things 
like my whole life so like i always wanted to be a wrestler and then like when he got older like i kind of just kept watching and kept pursuing it yeah i mean it's the fact that you know L, L, when you said ljn i just light up because i'm a huge yeah. figure collector and stuff and i listen yeah. to the major wrestling figure podcast all the time so it's yeah. like oh yes the good yeah. old yeah I, I i they're like my my little brother actually like defaced my hulk hogan action figure because i like i <laughs> gave him my brother's ljns when i was like older and like they came out with, like the bone crunchers and stuff oh, like yeah, that bone so, like, crunchers. yeah so like i gave those to him and he put like david on the hulk hogan chest i'm like you, you ruined it you ruined <laughs> the action figure what are you doing and he's like I didn't want you to steal it, so I put my name on it. And I'm like, that was stupid. Oh, my goodness. that That's mm-hmm. so something my little sister would do. I could mm-hmm. – oh, man. Now I'm afraid. Like, she's going to come down here. She's yeah. going to rip my – I have some action figures on my wall that I'm looking to get signed when Wesley comes back. And I can just see her ripping them off. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I wanted this. And she, like, writes all over the box. But that's that's no. I gave it to him. Like that's what I told him. I'm like, I gave it to you. Why would you need to write your name on it? I'm not gonna steal it back. I'm not an idiot. Giver. Oh my goodness. Now you had a very interesting journey. Like I said, you've been on a lot of podcasts, and I've literally listened to every single one. Um, Thank you. So yeah, so you you started in college as as an amateur wrestler, and then between college and training, you also did bodybuilding. So how did in your opinion, uh, you, how did the amateur wrestling and the bodybuilding help prepare you for then uh, wrestling training? Um, I always had like an affection for like the gym and being in mm-hmm. the gym. Like I remember you weren't allowed to like be in the weight room until you were in uh, seventh grade and like seventh grade, I just busted through those doors and like, I remember it being like so scary because there was all like seniors and juniors and there wasn't like many kids my age, like even in the like weight room. So that was just something I always loved. And like, I always like kind of like had like some kind of like affection for like bodybuilding and looking into like, you know, sculpting your body. And like, I had no idea what nutrition was though. Like in, high school I, I i'd be lying if i said i had a, even an inkling of what to do um because like i remember like at lunch we used to have like pretzels with cheese and i'm like oh well cheese has protein in it so this has got to be good right like yeah like that like it's just so dumb and um then like i started to talk to the powerlifting coach so i did powerlifting when i was in high school and i was on the powerlifting team when i was in high school um but then that continued into college. So I also did track and field. And that's where I started at um, Keystone College in track and field. Oh, okay. And then I switched over to uh, wrestling in the winter. And I just, I, I always wanted to do it. And they didn't have it at my high school. So oh, okay. I just tried out. And, and um, if you know my story, like I tried out, I was like 250. And I thought because like, I didn't really know anything about amateur wrestling. I'm like, oh man, the more weight I have, like, I'll just lay on these people and it'll be easy. But I didn't realize that kids that were 250 were 300 pound football players that cut to 250. And I literally, I'll admit it here. Like I got my ass kicked 
for like mm-hmm. that whole freshman year. Like they beat the dog out of me. And uh, then I dropped to 174 pounds because we didn't have a 174 pounder. So that's where I came into my own and like I got wins and I figured out how to be more technical. But then transitioning into bodybuilding, that was just after college and like I loved guys like Jay Cutler, Kai Green, Ronnie Coleman. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Like I have nothing but time, so maybe I'll give this a shot. And I got a trainer and a nutritionist and just started rolling on that. And I knew if I ever wanted to be a wrestler, I needed to be in shape for it. So I just figured this was the best way to do it. Yeah, definitely. And you, uh, we'll talk a little about, about your training here. Now you trained at the Backbreakers uh, up in Scranton. That's where I started my training, yes. Yeah, so how did, uh, how did you come across Backbreakers? And uh, I know you, you didn't come into it alone, which we'll talk a little bit more in a little bit with uh, Mike Mitchell. Yeah. But uh, how did you start getting into training and finding out about Backbreakers? Um, it was a Google search after college. Because I remember I searched wrestling schools when I was in college. But the promise I made to my mom and my dad uh, was I'd finish college. Mm-hmm. And then I would, uh, if I wanted to pursue wrestling, they said, as long as you had a degree, I could do it. So I remember Googling it like my sophomore, junior year of college just to see what schools were around. Backbreakers wasn't even a thing yet. I remember seeing the small ones. I'm like, God, that's an hour. Like that's an hour there and an hour back. And I'm like, yeah. how am I going to train? Because like, I, again, like, especially then, like I was, man, like in college, I was running five miles and working out in between classes and then wrestling at night. So there was like six hours of like working out. And I knew I would probably have to keep up some kind of a pace of that, like at least two to three hours of working out. So I was just like, how am I going to fit this in a day and have like a day job? Because I knew like independent wrestling, it wasn't going to be my main income. Um, Yeah. So when I got out of college, I started doing the bodybuilding and I was just focusing on that. And then just one day, I just kind of messaged Mike Mitchell and another friend of mine. And I was like, hey, um, what do you think if we actually like went after this and like tried wrestling? And they're like, yeah, but like, is there any schools around? Like, I'm like, well, there's some ones in Allentown. We'd have to figure it out how we'd make it work. And then, like, I just Googled wrestling schools near me to get, like, the address of the Samoans and all that in Allentown. And this backbreakers school in Scranton popped up. And I was like, what's this? I live in Scranton. I don't know of any wrestling school here. So, like, how is this even possible? And then when I when we went there, all three of us, um, we it was a it was a beauty salon and then the wrestling school was behind it so we literally went in and i remember like looking around and like there was a lady cutting someone's hair and i was just like is there a and then as i said is there a they and you heard this big slam like on a ring and i'm like and she's like you're looking for the wrestling aren't you and i'm like yeah and she like pointed back there and we walked through these doors and then we went in there and then we talked to justin and i remember we like before we even walked in the door, we all had like our game face on in the, like in the car. And I was like, yo, I listened to all these wrestling podcasts and shoot interviews. Not, they weren't even podcasts then. They were shoot interviews. I was like, I listened to all these shoot interviews and they're all corny as we can't like sign anything or agree to any money until this is all over. Like we'll, we'll come out here. We'll, we'll strong arm them. So like we did, 
we stuck to our guns. We didn't sign anything. We didn't pay anything. We were like, all right, well, we'll let you know if we're interested. We're, we're going to think about it. And like, this is the payment plan and all that crap. And I'm like, okay. And like me and Mike got in the car and we were immediately like, all right, we're going to do this. And then my friend Eric was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And then my friend Eric never came to be as a wrestler. He never did wrestling. Wow, that's crazy. The pack behind a hair salon, that that is kind of funny. And it, it was super weird, like when you'd like invite like your friends and family, like to go to every, like because this was our like first wrestling shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my my mom and dad never went there because I was just like kind of embarrassed because like you had to walk through this beauty salon. And I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> I'm just like my dad. The only show my dad saw was when I wrestled at the CYC and that's like, I only invite my mom to like, you know, PPW or big time wrestling. Like I always wanted to see like, like, you know, these are like the high class shows because mm-hmm. you know, my, like, I don't, you don't want your mom and dad to think like, cause like there's some shindy shows that I do. And I'm like, Oh God, like if my mom ever came here for the love of God, she'd be like, get out of this now. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. I mean, Talk, talking PPW, I mean, one of the best out there oh, yeah. in Pennsylvania, yeah. which is fan. And we'll kind of go into that there. So, when did do you remember uh, your first match and, and who brought you into PPW? And uh, what was the first match you had there? Um, so, I was the one that searched backbreakers. So, I left wrestling. I got a job in New Jersey. And uh, Mike Mitchell, when I came back to PA, because my dad got sick. Um, said you should give this one more chance like just give it one more shot i was bouncing at the time and he was like just give this one more shot he's like if you don't like it then like just he's like just have a match if you have one match and and it sucks and you don't like it like then i'll leave you alone but like i wasn't gonna ever come back to wrestling like i was just kind of over it and done and uh he like kind of forced me back into it and um then he uh he had he messaged Anthony McKeegan, and then I got a random message after like my first match at Backbreakers from Anthony McKeegan. I'm like, who is this guy? And then like in the message, he said I ran PPW. I'm like, what the is PPW? I don't know what PPW is. Even even as a student at that time, like I, I I didn't know any promotion. I didn't even know anything out of my school because like I didn't I didn't really follow the Indies. I only watched TNA and WWE. Like. I didn't really follow ROH at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, Anthony McKeegan reached out to me. But prior to that, Mike Mitchell reached out to Anthony McKeegan and was like, there's a guy at um, Backbreakers that's going to be really good. And his name is Johnny Moran. He's like, reach out to him. He's like, you need him on the show. Um, so Anthony McKeegan reached out to me. Uh, my first match at PPW, I teamed with world-class Blaze Daniels. We were the world-class gentlemen. Um, we teamed against the Hustlers and Kit Raff. And uh, then the other team was Kit Raff and uh, Bull Hightower. And they were called okay. Bullpackables or Bulls or I don't know. They made up a goofy name for one night. They never teamed again. <laughs> but they were like, we, we kept screwing around backstage. I'm like, you guys don't. Oh, it was the Impeccables. That was it. We kept screwing around all night. And like, like before the show, we were like, you guys need a name. Like, you can't just go out there as a tag team and not have a name. And I, I still do that to the day. Like, if I just mm-hmm. team with some random guy, like, I need a name. 
for my yeah. team before we walk out. Mm-hmm. And I always make like a joke out of it, especially if it's something that'll never be like anything besides one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, we talk about Mike Mitchell and uh, we talked about this for those of you who follow us on Instagram about two months ago, John and I did a little bit of a live stream over on our Instagram yep. and you, uh, you told a very interesting story about that first show at the mall in Scranton about oh, yeah. your uh, open challenge. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Cause I still think that story is like so awesome. Yeah. They, uh, well, Anthony McKeegan kind of ripped me. Um, <laughs> so I'll tell you like the real, real backstory. So Mike Mitchell reaches out to me and was like, yo, there's the show in Scranton. You think you can get me on? And I'm like, well, you got me here. So I can't like, I'm the only reason I'm at PPW is because you got me on PPW. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, is, he's like, is there any way you can get me on? And I'm like, I'll message McKeegan. And I'm like, just reach out to McKeegan. Cause McKeegan, I can't see him not wanting you on the show, especially since you live in Scranton. Mm-hmm. So then I'm reaching out to McKeegan like months before. And he's like, I don't know. I don't want to deal with Mike Mitchell's attitude. I don't think we're getting him on the show. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, but, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> he lives in Scranton. Like, like family and friends will come that live in Scranton. Scranton, right. Um, and I was like, dude, I'll work him. I'll even work him. Like I'll work Mitchell. Like I'll, I'll do whatever. And McKeegan kept like messing with me. He was like, nah, man, nah not happening like and then like i saw mike mitchell share the ppw and scranton show and i'm like and i screenshotted it and i sent it to mckeegan i'm like hey like he's not even on this and he's sharing it like and he's telling people to go to your website for tickets and he's like that's good for him and i'm like oh god and then like i had that like bro text like hey man like i really tried but like this is not happening and like he goes you know what? It's okay. You tried, man. You tried. And I'm like, ah, I felt terrible. And originally, it was uh, when when I went there. I think the week before, McKeegan messaged me and was like, "Hey, it's gonna be you, Trajan Horn, and uh, Mantakia." And I got there, and it changed to me and Trajan Horn. And Mantakia was in a match with Clutch. And I'm like, oh, so it's just going to be me, Trajan, one-on-one main event? And Keegan's like, yeah, and you're going to cut a promo to start. I'm like, like <laughs> and I, if you watch that promo I cut, it was awful. I have never gotten stage fright in my life in front of all my friends and family. I got the worst stage fright I ever had in my entire life. And I mumbled and jumbled through this entire promo. And then Trajan's music hit. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I was, like, it was, like, my voice was, I don't know why. Like, because I performed in front of my family and friends before, but I think it was because, like, my coworkers were there. But I performed in front of my coworkers, too. But I never had to speak on the microphone, and I was just thinking in my head. I'm like, oh, I sound so stupid. And, like, I was all in here. And, like, just too much in my head. Then um, Trajan comes out. He starts cutting his promo. And then they hit music that sounds like Trajan's music. I'm like, I'm like, and like in my head, I'm like flipping out because I'm like, they cut him off. Cause he was like, just speaking. And I'm like, they're cutting him off. They're playing his music. Like it's not supposed to happen right now. And I'm like, who the F is playing the me? I'm like, is Bob like 
stupid over there? Like, what's wrong with Bob? And then out of nowhere, Bob. I, <laughs> I, 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 see, I see Mike Mitchell start walking through the crowd. I'm like, you mother effer. Like, like, and, like, if you watch the promo, like, I have this huge smile on my face because I'm like, what is going on? And I had no idea. And then we had literally the entire show to plan that match. And uh, it, it was just a giant rib on me. Like when I came back through the curtain, McKeegan's like, oh, I told him like three weeks ago he was on the show. We just kept trying to work you the whole time. Like, yeah, messages and stuff. And like McKeegan gave me a huge hug when we got in the back. And I'm like, you got me, you prick. Like, like it was, just, it, and it was so good. And then like, I, my my tooth went through my lip in that match. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was it was a good match that we had all together. Especially that's like the first show in Scranton, and like you know mm-hmm. I I got that show in Scranton because my old security manager. Like it made me full circle because like the mm-hmm. security manager that I was working for when Mitchell came into the bar works at the mall now, and. He was like, hey, don't you still do that wrestling thing when me and Christina were walking through the mall? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you think you can get one of those here? And I'm like, I mean, I can try. I don't know. I'm not a wrestling booker. But then it just all happened, and it was all kind of like full circle for me. So it was really cool. Yeah, I think one of my favorite – I prefer, honestly, it's just me. I honestly like the mall setting more than down in Hazleton. I just think it it has a little more – to me, Hazleton feels dark. It's not as well lit as uh, the mall is. Is it because it, it has air conditioning, Curtis? Oh, this, this is <laughs> yeah. true. It also has Annie Ann's pretzels. So, oh, like, see, it's, there you it's, go. It's, it's a great combo. It's, I mean, what's better than then, wrestling like, and pretzels? Honestly, I like bumping in that atmosphere because, like, when you look up, they have, um, like, the yeah, the skylight. The skylight, yeah. Like, you could see out and like you see the moon and stuff. I I just remember laying there after Mitchell uh, did a uh, moonsault on the both of us and didn't touch either one of us and we both <laughs> fell backwards and all three of us are laying there. Mitchell goes, "Did I hit anyone?" And I'm like, "No." I'm like, "And when are we getting up? Eight? And he goes, "Yeah, get up at eight. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's such. And I was doing that, you know, I was doing a little bit of, of history searching today. I was checking my facts. And I know you guys were talking about this on the uh, interview with the Tornado Tag. Um, you just need one more championship in PPW, and you're the, f- the first Grand yeah. Slam champion. Because yeah. I did I, – I, you guys weren't sure. I wasn't sure either about Afa. And Afa actually did not win the TV championship, the, the belt that you hold now. So, oh, really? Yeah. So that's I always the, say that Afa is – the first one people say that so so he, that's the only belt that he has not held yeah. unless unless his website unless the website's wrong which i doubt it greatly it's it's right 85 percent of the time so like it's 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 right so yes that is the only title that no, has they, all right so the deal was with that here's a little backstory for it um <laughs> alpha owned the no limits belt and he didn't own the tag belt but he was the heavyweight champion Mm-hmm. Um, I, and something happened backstage and stuff like that and he like ref- that's why the no limits belt disappeared and came back because he kind of like held it hostage for a while okay. um, but that's when I brought it when they put it on me when it came back that was because it was held hostage with that but I didn't know he didn't win the TV belt 
But that, yeah. that does make sense because they used to have the old uh, WWF Intercontinental white belt with a PPW sticker on it. Yep. That yeah. made me cringe so much. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh. It's the same yeah. exact thing. But the belt now. That, is- that was like when I first started wrestling, um, like on the indies, like that was very popular. Like you would yeah, see the WCW championship all the time. Um, the Intercontinental belt was very popular. Uh, the WCW tag titles. I, even PPW had the WCW tag titles. Like those were very popular on the indies. Yeah. But that was kind of a thing before people started getting customs. Yeah. And if you ask me, I have the best looking heavyweight title going right now. I have that New York Championship wrestling. That belt is gorgeous. Oh my And gosh. if you're a UK fan, it's made by the same people that make the UK belts. Oh. There you go. Lots and lots of money for it. And it was funny because I kept joking that I was going to deface it and say the PA Championship Wrestling belt. And he was oh like, you're joking with that, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to actually, like, <laughs> like I'm going to for this. Like, going to make it an eco-friendly like, version like Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, like, if anything, I'll have that, like, what, you know, just put PA over it on a graphic. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the two of the belts you have now are probably two of the best customs out there. Yeah. I mean, they're just. Oh my gosh, that that's one of my things as a fan. I, I look at belt artwork. Don't ask me why, but it's just one no, of my no, things. It's, there's, uh, there's belt collectors out there. There's whole like group chats and stuff. And oh stuff. yeah, oh, I know they're out there. Yeah. Now, if I had money to do <laughs> yeah. that, sure, but I yeah. don't. Yeah, I love. I I say I love my job, which I do sometimes, but it definitely doesn't pay for wrestling belts over and over again. <laughs> so I I know Brian and I were run down a little bit on time here, so I'm checking off some. You're good. I know I got people coming at my house soon, so I'm like, oh, oh that's man. right. Yeah, so I'm I'm hosting. So you gotta be, gotta be a good hoster. So, John, oh, you- hold on, I have something to say. Uh oh, so- I looked down for one minute. No, 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 nothing bad, nothing bad. No, 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 no. I looked down and I. <laughs> hey, who's who's? I'm here. <laughs> who, who's that, Johnny Moran? <laughs> Is this Christina Marie, the courageous one? I don't look at that. look at that, an unexpected guest I'm on the PA Pile Driver podcast. Audio. This is audio. It's not video. Yeah, she no didn't worries. say anything about her hair. The lighting in here. Right. <laughs> the lighting. No, you and Chris were talking about uh, NXT UK, and I was like trying to remember the name because I've only seen a handful of shows, and uh, and the one that I liked is uh, Trent Seven. I don't know. How do you oh, feel about I love him? Trent Seven. Yeah, I was. I, I don't know if it's Trent the mustache Seven. or the, yes. the beard. I don't know what it is. I just I I watched. I think the Blackpool Takeover yes. or whatever it was that show. On the network, and I was like, I picked him on that whole show. Yeah, I picked him. I was like, I like him. I like, I like Walter too. But I, I was like, this guy. I was like, he, I don't know. He's got something. Yeah, he he has it. That it yeah. that everyone looks for. Like he has it. Like I watched him once, and like even the dumb role that he does, like all the way to the other side of the ring, like just that alone, <laughs> like, like hooked me. And there's just something about him that hooks you in. And um, he was the original one that hooked me in. And then I fell in love with Joe Coffee. Cool. Uh, after that, but yeah, Trent Seven is definitely someone that I love. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. So, uh, Johnny, I'd say, is there anything you have to plug before we go? But there's, uh, you can plug your social media. I mean, that, that's about all we can plug nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have a Facebook, uh, Johnny Moran the Wrestler. It's a like page. Please go and like it. Uh, my Twitter is Johnny Moran underscore. Also, my Instagram is Johnny Moran underscore. I have a Teesprings, but you can't search me on Teesprings. So I will send you the link. You can put it in here. 
Yeah, so that's the thing I found out. When I go to, to, to find you on Teesprings, it doesn't bring up your storefront, but yeah, it brings up I, your I shirts. I, I don't know how that all works. Or... So I just launched our Teespring a, a week, two weeks ago or whatever. Right. And I'm not sure, like no one's told me, because I just put a direct link on our Facebook and then yeah. on, my, on my personal Facebook page so people can just click it and go. But when I go to search it on our thing, the, the storefront doesn't come up. It's yeah. maybe stuff that you put out, like your yeah. products, but the storefront doesn't come up. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't find ours either, Curtis. When I went to when I went to check it, so you're not alone, Johnny. You're not yeah, alone. <laughs> I don't get it. And then, of course, tank tops now are are getting more and more limited, which is annoying me to death because they're almost out. They're out of purple tank tops, which is our base color, and now they don't have any. So, really? yeah, they they have extra small, but that's it. That's the only purple tank top <laughs> you can get. I'm like, this is great. You just gotta, you just gotta cut it down the sides, right? Isn't that like the bodybuilder <laughs> trick, Johnny? You can't order it in purple. Unless it's yeah, extra small. She, she said they can order. You can order hers. I never checked it purple. I thought it was. No, the purple they're saying. Last night, I could not. Well, because I was getting ready to order samples for all of us. Right. And then uh, Chris is like, oh, yeah, I need XL. I go, go order a sample. And it's only an extra small. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And I keep clicking extra large, hoping it's going to work. Never did. Come on, Chris but, can make that work. If Chris can make, I can't. I'm not gonna, com- I'm not gonna comment on that. <laughs> We're gonna let that one go. So, well, Johnny, oh. I, I thank you for joining us. Yes. Um, thank you for having me, guys. I know. I can't wait to be able to. We can talk in person when we're back yeah. at PPW, or yeah. maybe if if New York opens before Pennsylvania, I'm definitely willing to. Ch- How far up is New York Championship Wrestling in New York? What What area do you live in? I'm 20 Luzerne minutes County. south of you. Yeah, Luzerne. It's about three and a half hour yeah, drive. Yeah, it's probably going to be three and a half hour drive. Dang. Yeah. Well, I was no, about to say I'd commit to driving. No, it's two It's two and a half for me. So oh, it's probably three, three hours. Yeah, it's three hours for me. Yeah. What's the town or city? White, Whitesboro. 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 Okay, Whitesboro. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you have, Brian, because I haven't. <laughs> Is there New York and Utica or not? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I think of Utica, I think of the office. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That helps. All right. <laughs> office for. So Isn't Brian, that, do you got wasn't that wait? Hold on. Wasn't that Ithaca though? <laughs> I thought it was. Was it Ithaca? I don't know. New York has a lot of Ikas. I don't. I don't get <laughs> they it. They do have a lot of. Ikas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm from there. Okay. <laughs> See. Oh. Right. So Brian, you got anything to get out there before we uh? Turn uh I'm happy to be back. Two. Ep- I didn't yes. realize I missed two episodes. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, Go listen back to those. It's been you been missed our interview with Jeff the ref last week. Oh, man. Listen, I mean, I, come on. Listen, it's I blame my sister entirely. She had the gall to get and, and you missed my parade, Brian. Oh, I don't parade. know. I did miss your parade, but again, my sister's fault. She had to get married on that day. <laughs> I I told your mom I'll be there. There's no problem. And then all my sisters like, oh, by the way, I'm getting married that day. I'm like, I you know you know what? It's not even my sister's fault. It's the co- coronavirus fault for, for making everybody just do small weddings. And and that, ladies and gentlemen, was episode 17 with Johnny Moran. Had such a great conversation with him. So thankful for him taking the time to talk with us. I'm going to make sure I get his Teespring link down below. Go click, go support. Uh, and then, you know, when you're done supporting him, go ahead and check out our Teespring page. And... Uh, 
as always, guys, look at our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you've been listening to it for a while, you know what's going on. But if you're new to the podcast and you're here at the end, thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, go ahead. Give us a follow on our Instagram at the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Uh, search us up on Facebook. Just search the PA Pile Driver Podcast. And then on Twitter, we are PA underscore Pile Driver. And you can check out our Teesprings. Links will be below for myself, Johnny Moran. And a little bit of cameo from Christina Marie. I'll try and get her link in here, too. Thank you guys again for listening. And we'll see you next episode with the man, Bobo!